Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. How's it going, guys? Well, this is the first episode of the Real Flicks podcast in a non-David Bowie world. A bit of a bummer that uh, good old Ziggy Stardust said his farewell just a few days ago. How you guys doing? How you holding up? I was never a giant David Bowie fan, but I am, I'm bummed. Yeah. Josh, what about you? Fan of Bowie? Uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't like, I didn't like listen to him actively, but like, mm-hmm. he's huge influence on all the music I listen to like growing up and now like Insane Clown Posse ICP <laughs> 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 forever mm. yeah, uh, yeah yeah I mean I, I'm kind of a stooge for that kind of not classic rock but like that 80s sort of pop art era yeah. and uh, yeah he was definitely a polarizing guy uh, not not my favorite by any means um, but you know, changes. I think it changes. Heroes, Rebel, Rebel, um, even Lazarus from the recent album. I just are just Star fantastic man. songs. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, do you guys have a favorite David Bowie performance from on the screen? I should say, as far as films go, since this is. I've actually I've actually never seen, as far as I can remember, unless it's something I just don't know if he was in it. Uh, I don't s- think I've ever seen him any. Have you things. seen The Prestige? Yeah, he was great in that movie. I have not seen The Prestige. Oh, you haven't? Oh, I do. You got it. I want to. I really do. I want to. For a Christopher Nolan retrospective, coming up soon on the Real Flix podcast. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know if that's actually coming up soon. Well, somebody said he was in Zoolander, which is, I have seen. I didn't like it, but I've seen it. I don't know if he was in that, but. He probably, Zoolander's probably based off of him to some degree. (laughs) Or just that whole, the whole aesthetic of that world was probably based off of uh, David Bowie. Let's I'm see. Gonna, I'm gonna look him up. What have I seen him in? Oh God, Donald Trump cameoed in the original Zoolander. That makes me sad. Oh yeah, he cameoed in Home Alone too as well. <laughs> He's lit. David Bowie's listed right after Paris Hilton among the celebrity cameos in Zoolander. So I'm gonna go yes. stick my head into a ceiling fan real quick. Uh, <laughs> Zoolander, yeah. Uh... I don't know about you, but I, I I saw something, some TV spot or trailer relating to Zoolander too, and I laughed a little bit. That looks funny. I'm, I, nah, I disagree. No. I'm sorry, but okay. I disagree too. Well, <laughs> it's my Deadpool, I suppose. But yeah, <laughs> David. If if yeah. if anybody is ever gonna call it quits and to do it in the way that David Bowie did, I just think is absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, releases an album as kind of his farewell just a couple days before he passed away. I just think was just so. So indicative and a great reflection on his life. It's just, it's such a David Bowie thing to do, you know? Yeah. I wish he acted more. That's my only regret. He was definitely like, I mean, even though I didn't like listen to him that much, I'm like, I can't tell. He was like a legend. Oh, yeah. Like when I like, like even I, like even though when I learned about it, I was like, I was kind of like, to me, it was like a similar to Robin Williams because it's like, mm-hmm. he's just like that one of the people is like, you just don't expect to ever die. Yeah. It's just like, that's it, like, it's crazy. 
that's me and like Mick Jagger, Keith Richards. I'm just like, what? These guys, they're they're always gonna be around. What are you talking yeah, about? To be fair, they're overdue. Yeah. The other those <laughs> other guys weren't. Yeah, Keith is like he, he the shadow of death follows him wherever he goes. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you can you can in some pictures you can actually see it. Yeah. If the final destination, like you know that whole concept, if that were real, he would. Uh, I'd be really careful if I was him. So he's cheated death more times than he could probably count. But, but yeah, um, I definitely have been getting the you know the desire to watch the Prestige again. But yeah, his performance as Tesla was just freaking great. Oh, so good. Tesla with, with Andy Serkis playing his assistant. How great is that? So that whole movie is great. I know it's such it's ah. Any any other director, and that's like one of the probably the best thing they've ever done. But with Nolan, it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's to stand cool. with him. Um, cool. So let's get a little bit more of lifting, and let's talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the new movie business this week. Josh, you uh, take it away. All right. Uh, I guess I'll start with the smaller things first before we get to the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma Stone. Everyone loves Emma Stone, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, she's going to play Cruella de Vil mm-hmm. in Disney's live action Cruella. Oh, boy. Nice. Yay. Uh, oh, it's a Cruella de Vil origin story. Well, Cinderella. Yeah. Cinderella and uh, what is it? Maleficent made like a jillion dollars. So that's yeah. a pretty that's a pretty slam dunk. Uh, I, I didn't see Maleficent, but I really liked Cinderella. Nice. So I'm gonna put. Can, is that gonna be like on your headstone? I Josh need. I really like Cinderella. <laughs> I didn't see Maleficent, but I really liked Cinderella. I'm gonna put that <laughs> on mine. Nice. Yep. If Malefic- it brings, if it brings Lily James to my grave when I'm dead, then that makes me happy. Do you know Maleficent made 758 million dollars. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, on a 150 million dollar budget. Oh my god. That's insane. That's cool. I mean, granted, Star Wars made that in 10 minutes, but, you know. That's completely different. That's almost not even an exaggeration, either. Pretty much. <laughs> it's just a... <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then the the recent Cinderella, uh, Josh's favorite movie, uh, cost $95 million to make. Grossed uh, $542.7 million, so... Seriously, if you haven't, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's really good. Like you should, anyone should check it out if you're interested. Yeah, it's in by it's back. written by one of the guys who wrote Rogue One too. Yeah, isn't that cool? I think. Hold on. Keeping it in the Disney family. Yeah, he's writing Rogue One, but he also wrote. Actually, he directed the Twilight Saga: New Moon, so which was the worst of them. Yeah, which is saying you know, the one where I stopped watching. So. Got one pro and one con. We'll see. We'll see where Rogue One lands. Yeah, Josh, are we just gonna keep seeing these live-action Disney remakes? There's a bunch of them coming. I mean, there's Aladdin, Genie, uh, Mulan. Are we really getting uh, Genie? Yeah. Ooh. That's kind of um, cool. What else is there? There's a couple. Uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast with uh, Emma Watson. That's gonna be great. Oh, that, yeah. that sounds really great. Um, I think there's and then there's Jungle Book. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, look, here's I got a bit of a list in front of me. Cruella, <clears throat> Tink, Dumbo, Mulan, yeah, Winnie the Pooh, Pinocchio, Genies, The Sword in the Stone, which actually I'm that sounds that awesome. one sounds cool. I love The Sword in the Stone. Oh my gosh. The only one, the two that I'm like I'm not for are Dumbo and uh, Winnie the Pooh, just because I don't know how you do Winnie the Pooh live action without it being <laughs> terrifying. With Jonah Hill as the bear. 
Oh, please. Oh, my God. Golden Globes reference. I never reference. know I wanted something so um, much. And then Dumbo has Tim Burton directing it, and I hate Tim Burton. What? So. How do you hate Tim Burton? Yeah. He's awesome. Oh, I also hate Tim Burton. What? Yeah. I love some He's of his older movies. I like Batman. Oh yeah, I love God. Batman and uh, Beetlejuice one. and all this. Like, oh, I like... Um, nobody hates Nightmare Alice. Before Christmas. Yeah, nobody hates Alice in Wonderland more than me, but I love Tim Burton. Oh, uh, oh what's that Pee-wee movie? Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, Fantastic film. Oh, he did do one movie recently that I, I enjoyed, uh, an animated movie. And I don't remember what it's called. It was about a dog. Frank and Weenie. Frank, Frank and Weenie. Yeah. I like that movie. That was pretty good. I feel like we're all we all come down a little bit too hard on Tim Burton because after at the end of the day, he is one of the few act. He's one of the few directors who you could just see a screenshot of one of his movies and know exactly whose it is. Absolutely. And I respect that. That's that's true, but I don't he's got like a style. I see. But... <laughs> I just don't like his style. That's cool. Personally. Cool, cool. Um, all right. So next up, what were we uh, talking about? So, yeah, <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, Cruella. Oh yeah, that's which, right. Do we even have thoughts on that? Is that do we interested no. at all? It's gonna happen. I don't see it, but... It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I don't know. She's let's, cool. Let's I like Emma Stone. So, um, okay. And then next up, I don't even know if this is actually happening or if it'll ever. Uh, Gambit. It's been trying to happen for like a year and a half now. What release date does that have? supposed to come out it was supposed to come out in october that's not happening i can tell you right now it's going to get a release date change within a couple days probably yeah does that sound like a um you know push back to like july or something like that um honestly i think they'll put it out like next spring okay oh, okay so a little it's earlier a, it's probably hmm. a small it's probably a smaller movie hmm. um um yeah so it's got channing tatum uh, the director Doug Lyman, I'm really excited doing it because yeah. he did uh, Edge of Tomorrow, and um, what else did he do? He did the first Bourne movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's pretty know. awesome. I'm curious. I like Gambit a lot. Um, some people are like he doesn't need his own movie, and I don't really know why, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to start filming in March now. Nice. We'll see if that actually happens because I was supposed to start filming like last year. So, all right. Any other thoughts? Nope. <laughs> all right, uh, and then all right. Um, okay, one other thing. I don't know if you guys are interested. Uh, the Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem will be starring together in Darren Aronofsky's next movie. Ooh. I don't know about you guys, but I hated Noah, so... Didn't see it. I didn't see it. But they are saying that this is a thriller, so... Yeah. It's a couple whose He's relationship... Yeah. It's about a couple whose relationship is tested when uninvited guests arrive at their home, disrupting their tranquil existence. Boy. Who are... Uh, what do you think J-Law and Bardem oh, the well, Lawrence, Lawrence is going to play one half of the relationship, and Bardem yeah. is going to play one half of the uninvited guests. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm waiting for Aronofsky to make an actual, like, a movie instead of his, you know, his usual stuff, because I just find that they're just kind of stale. Oh, really? I, I yeah, I've never been the biggest fan of his. That. Have so, you seen I really Requiem like him. for a Dream? I did, and it, I wanted to cry when I saw it. But exactly. Black Swan was cool. Um, like I said, Noah was crap. I hated that. The wrestler was fine, but it's just he's kind of. I don't know. I'm not. I don't enjoy any of his movies, and I, I really want to because he obviously is talented as heck. So. 
I'm still mm-hmm. bummed that he didn't do Wolverine. So that was going to happen, but it didn't. Sad. Um, he, I, I liked Black Swan um, and The Wrestler. Um, and, like, I'm not, like, they didn't, like, blow me away. Although there was parts of Black Swan where I was, like, this is some of the coolest, like, most interesting stuff I've ever seen. Um, she was so, like, just the imagery. Um, but, um, I'm interested. I like, I like, I like him. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, I don't care what people on the internet say. I'm a fan. Mm. Um, um, and then Javier Bardem, just, you know, keep, keep being awesome. (laughs) Yeah, he is pretty cool. All right. And now we got some big stuff. Uh, Mm. Han Solo. Actually, let's let's save that till the end. I think. And, okay. Yeah. What do you want to go first? Uh, let's talk about Narnia. Narnia. Okay. Sure. What holds Narnia? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> Lazy Sunday too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's going right. on with Narnia, Josh? Um. All right. So I'll read the quote because I'm not even 100 percent sure. <laughs> so. Um. So according to. I don't know who it's for. Someone who's involved with the movie. I don't know who it is. It might be a producer or writer or something. Uh, they said, we're hoping to be able to make the movie very shortly. We're very excited about it. And by the movie, they mean the next installment, um, which is going to be based on the book, The Silver Chair, which is the sixth uh, uh, book in the series. Um, but it's also the fourth with me. It's, it's yeah, a weird thing. The, their releases and the cr- yeah. Like how chronologically it sits, it's actually the second to last chronologically, yeah. which is yeah. a really smart idea. Um, and then it was the fourth in publication, yeah. so because they released them out of order, which is so dumb. But it's it the it's the fifties. So I read the, I read them when I was younger. Um, my favorite is the Magician's Nephew, which is the first chronologically. I think mm-hmm. I don't really know which order I read them in, but that's the first one I read. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's chronological. But anyway, um. That's one they're making, and they said it's going to be a brand new franchise, all original, all original characters, different directors, an entire new team that this is coming from. Um, why not? Okay, so why not just let this go and f- start over? Start with the magician's nephew at somewhere like Amazon or HBO, something like that. I don't. I don't even think they should do that. I just say keep going. Keep going from what they were doing. This is, it's it just getting so, like, just clumsy. I don't know. It's just... And the, the first one was were, released in, like, 2005, and they've had a couple more that have done okay. And it's just weird. Because they were, they were, I think... I'm going to double-check. But I think they were the movies were being done in order of the way the books were published, mm-hmm. as opposed to chronological. Because the first one... Double-check. Um, because you had the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe... Great and movie, then, by uh, the way. Yeah, I love I love the yeah. first two, um, and then Prince Caspian, and then Dawn Treader, which was not great. Um, let me see. I just feel like with the with the way that fantasy, especially with like a thing something like Game of Thrones, is being held is being done and as popular as it is, I don't know why they wouldn't just shelve it and then and try something else because i this could be a a really really cool story if you get it right but they just have been dragging their feet for so long so i don't know yeah yeah so they were they were doing it in the order of release yeah which is witch in the wardrobe prince caspian dawn treader 
So the next one they should do is the horse and his boy. But instead they're skipping over and doing number five, which would be the silver chair. Mm-hmm. But I hated the horse boy, so I don't really care. Um, <laughs> but still, I, I don't know why they're... I, I just don't know why they're really rebooting it. Because what's the point? Because mm-hmm. in this way, if they're doing it this way, if they were just continue with... Um, I mean, I'd I'd rather than, I just I would just rather than pick up from where they left off because last one was what five years ago, six yeah. years ago, five. Um, yeah. So, and I didn't love the third one, but I mean, I think it's still pick up from where they were. Because um, I don't I don't know. I just I don't just keep going. Stop. Don't reboot it. Just keep <laughs> going. It's yeah. like it's it would it'd be like if they like waited three years and then rebooted Star Wars instead of <laughs> movies. It's like why. Yeah, the first film came out in 2005 and made 745 million dollars in 2005 money. That's huge. The next one came out in 2008. That's Caspian, cost 225 million, which is crazy, and grossed 419. So, eh, not as great. And then the Dawn Treader came out in 2010, made gross cost 155 million, made 415. So that's not bad, but yeah. Still, they can do a lot better. Yeah, I just remember there was a lot of like negative, a lot of stuff from the second one because it was it was if you, I don't know if you remember, but the second one was like way darker than the first one. Mm-hmm. It was like crossing like PG PG thirteen lines. Yeah. there was a lot of like violence and stuff in that, um, and that, I think that might have been why it didn't make as much. Yeah, because there was a lot of like outrage towards that for some reason. So Cody, what if you? If you had to see these, would you want them to be a TV show like a Game of Thrones or just or movies? Like what what what's the Narnia story that you'd want to see? Um, I don't know, just like Josh said, just keep going. Yeah. I mean, you have a cast. Why not use them? Mm. It would be cool as a TV show. There's a lot of content in there, so it could go on for a while. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't feel very strongly about Narnia. Just I'll watch it. Cause like when you look at the first one, it's like it's such a like it feels more it feels like something you should watch on a big screen, not mm-hmm. week week by week on a TV. Well, and I like, mean, Game of Thrones has got a a movie I mean, kind it, of. I mean, the thing is, Game of Thrones could easily be a movie. I think yeah. it'd probably be. Maybe I can't. I can't say because I don't watch it. So yeah. you're but, wrong. There's too much content for there to be a movie. I'm sorry, like <laughs> to say it not, like that, but there's way too much there. No, like you could do a movie, but you just don't. You know, you just adapt it. Like you don't make it like each. I'm assu- I'm assuming each book is a season or something like that. No. Yeah, not really. So, um, how do they do it? The third book was adapted into two seasons. That's because a lot of the uh, stuff happened simultaneously in the book. Um, it's it's confusing, but it's great. I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't know because I don't read. <laughs> you should. Those are um, audible. Those are great books. Audible. I will. Maybe I will read them, or I'll just watch it. I don't know. I don't really. Oh. It's worth doing both. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm for Narnia. I mean, the, I mean, it is a different thing than Game of Thrones because the books are way smaller. They're way shorter. They're way like more uh, streamlined story <laughs> by story. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Game of Thrones, I'm just assuming because I've seen the, I've like looked at the book and they're like, they're they're like <laughs> each one is like Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix, like thick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like something a million, like hundreds of pages long. Um, so I don't know, but I just feel like Narnia is like better suited for movies. I don't know. 
that's why I'd do it. Okay, cool. Well, I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see how things turn out. But like I said, I'd be super psyched if this turn if they went to the TV show route. But oh well. What channel would it be on, like HBO or something? It wouldn't have to be on HBO. Yeah, like. yeah. Well, I mean, HBO just is the first thing that it seems like they have a built-in audience for that. But like, if AMC were to give it a shot, that'd be cool. Dump yep. The Walking Dead, you know? Please, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch the walk. I don't even watch The Walking Dead, but I everybody I talk to, I'm just like, so do you enjoy watching those the show? No. They, every, they always pause for a couple seconds. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. But, it's. Yeah. People only watch it because they have nothing else to do on Sunday night now. Yeah, football. That's why the um, the community. I go over to somebody's house and watch it. Exactly. So it's just fun to hang out with them. But you don't have to watch it, guys. Just, just <laughs> leave like I did. Yeah. All right, let's move on a little bit. Uh, Josh, World War Z. What's going on there? Um, it no longer has a director, and Good. nobody cares. What? <laughs> I liked World War Z. I liked oh, I like, it a lot. I like. I liked it. I just. I don't really care. That'd be a fun. That's a cool franchise. I guess. Mm. I mean, there are other like zombie movies and like potential franchises I'm way more like interested in than this. Cause it was fun. I liked it, but I don't really even remember what happened that much. Oh, exactly. I, that was a great movie. I don't mm. know, what? I, I I I'm in the minority here. I disagree 100. percent you hated it? Oh, it was so bad. It was so boring. <laughs> it was so by the numbers. Oh, yeah. I don't disagree with that. But I think it was I thought it was like decently done. Um I just I, I remember I remember Brad Pitt being really good in it. Mm-hmm. He was he's really good in everything. So Yeah. But it's just um, like I, I know you guys didn't read the book. Or I don't know if you did. No, I didn't. The book is just so good. It lends itself so well to a TV show that they should have done that. Mm. kind of mad i was retroactively angry because i saw the movie first but yeah i'm I'm happy it's dying i don't want them to keep it going mm. well i had a great time with the first world war z and i wouldn't i wouldn't mind at all going back into uh into that world i guess so i don't know if it, i think it's set when it, does it have a release date yeah june 17. 2017 yeah they could so. still make it yeah, I mean they could still push it back too, but um, yeah, I'm I'm sure Brad's so, itching to go though. But. That probably gave him a lot of money, so. Oh yeah, he must he. Not that he needs it, but true, you know. <laughs> true. I don't know. I, um, I I mean I'd watch a second one, but I'm not like, if it never happens, I'll probably won't notice. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, it has no impact on my life. Yeah, I would definitely. Um. All right. That's all really I have to say about it. Okay. So let's... Is it okay if we yeah. move on? Actually, first, let's talk a little bit about the Golden Globes. First of all, did you guys watch it? Nope. Um, tail end. Yeah. So you didn't watch it at all, Josh? No. I don't... Okay. I, I haven't... I, I mean, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. I couldn't give less of a crap about the Golden yeah, Globes. Yeah, the Golden Globes don't really count. Oh, yeah. They, same. They're like the most meaningless thing to me. Oh, absolutely, but I don't know. I like seeing my favorite actors and actresses hanging out together because you you never. So yeah, I just I just liked I like to watch it just to see movie stars and getting to see Fassbender and Alicia Vikander hanging out is uh, is always fun. Plus, you know, it's it's fun. The jokes are usually okay. I like Ricky Gervais, so why the heck not? I I, well, I recorded it and watched it the next day and fast forwarded through the (laughs) boring stuff. But 
Hmm. So, did you guys any thoughts on some of the winners or? I was happy um, with all of them. I didn't really look at them. I think I saw yeah. I saw Stallone one for supporting actor. That's, mm-hmm. That makes me happy that Stallone wins. Yeah, things. Stallone and DiCaprio both got standing ovations. It was nice. Yeah. But, I saw DiCaprio's speech. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the best. He were, but um, The Revenant beat Spotlight for best uh, picture for drama. So That's another thing I don't like about the Golden Globes. It's the dumbest thing ever. They separate the categories by into drama or comedy slash musical. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably didn't, right. Like, didn't the Martian was the Martian for a comedy? That's what yeah, I. Yeah, it's, it's not thing. a that's, comedy. That's it's the stupidest how, thing. Okay, I saw the people talking about this on the Twitter, and I just want to throw my two cents in. But I, I don't see how the Martian isn't a comedy. Honestly, like it's, it has comedy in it. It's not a comedy because it's a drama. It's about um, no, but Matt it's Damon getting home. It's really funny. Yeah, but that's like saying The Force Awakens is a comedy. That's a funny movie. Well, I don't think Force Awakens is as funny as The Martian was, but I mean, I I certainly I I thought I think of it as a as a comedy in some aspects. When I th- But even even then, just to have two separate drama categories, like to have comedy/musical yeah. as one and then drama <laughs> as the other. Yeah, that like, is that's kind of strange. And just like just it's best picture. You have to get up to 10 movies. That's all under the same different genres, and that's best picture. I feel like maybe they do that just to separate themselves from the Oscars a little bit because but. they know they can't be any yeah. have relevance. <laughs> so but. yeah, I don't know. I the last time I watched was uh, was when you two was there. So no. when was uh, that? That was uh, shoot twenty thirteen. Ah. They they lost to Let It Go. So whatever year that was. <laughs> <laughs> stupid and actually no they won the gold they won the golden globe over let it go but they lost the oscar which i still deservingly uh, so shut your face <laughs> shut that's a great song so is so is ordinary love so I don't know what that song is oh my god i don't know who you are honestly <laughs> it's so great it's so great jimmy fallon it's so great <laughs> all right hey man that's life so um so yeah, Golden Globes. Oh, over. and uh, and I, I think I sent it to you. Uh, that that uh, James Bond song. What's it called? Uh, Writings on the Wall. That one. Uh, that yeah, song. Just, don't talk to me. <laughs> just don't. That, no more. I don't. I don't want. No. I think. I think. Um, At least Sam Smith seems like a relatively cool person. But even then, I mean, it, and did he even have any competition? Honestly, like. I think. I think that uh, Fury Seven. Um, yeah, exactly. That, that's my favorite song of the year. Yeah, it was so the only one I actually know, but yeah, it beat "Love Me Like You Do" from Fifty Shades of Grey. So then, oh, cool. That, that. If that gets an Oscar nomination, I'm gonna hit something. Yeah, one. Are you actually though? <laughs> one kind Probably. of love from "Love and Mercy," which was about the Beach Boys. I okay. listened to that, and that was actually really good. Okay. And we chose "Writings on the Wall," so that's. <sighs> I, just, I just hope Fury Seven gets that nomination, just just for Paul Walker. Yeah. You sad again. Thanks. <laughs> Actually, before we get to Han Solo, there's one more thing I want to uh, talk to you guys about, and it is Aaron Sorkin. He's going to be directing his first movie. It's called Molly's Game. It's a poker drama. Doing it for Sony. Oh yeah. How Did he write it? Cool is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's writing it. Okay, That's so cool. it's going to be good. Uh, so yeah, so it's for Sony. Um. Yeah, 
Oh, it's about some guy named... All I see is Bloom, and I just thought of Orlando Bloom for some reason. <laughs> but um, it's a guy, he was a t- this guy, Bloom, was a top-tier skier who headed to Los Angeles after not qualifying for the Olympics and became an organizer of underground poker games for guys like Ben Affleck, DiCaprio, and Tobey Maguire before he was arrested by the FBI. Whoa. Nice. That's interesting. Oh, Molly Bloom is apparently the writer. Oh, so it's about a female poker player. That's cool. But yeah. You, 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 I can't help but think that after all this time, Aaron Sorkin has picked something up from the directors that he's worked with. Like, you know, Danny Boyle in his last movie, Fincher a little while ago. You know, he pretty much with the, he pretty much directed the newsroom. So, uh, <laughs> Bennett Miller, you know, guys like that. So, I don't know. I, I'm, it's, I seem to be more excited about this than you guys are. What do you? No, I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I don't really know too much about it. So, but I think he's awesome. Yeah, I love Aaron Sorkin. So, Syracuse grad, go orange. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. That's apparently that's where he got picked up his cocaine habit. So, good job, oh, good, Syracuse. Good. <laughs> nice job, dudes. But, um. So, yeah. All right, now let's get to the big news of the day. Josh, what is going on? Um, so the internet exploded yesterday when a short list of potential actors um, for the Han Solo anthology movie mm-hmm. um, coming in 2018 was released. And I will list off all the names that were on that list, even though there are a couple of other like like Hollywood insiders said there's a bunch of other people that are on the list, too, that haven't come out. Mm-hmm. But this is just what they have. So we have Emery Cohen, Cohen, um, Scott Eastwood, Ansel Elgort, Dave Franco, Blake Jenner, Logan Lerman, Jack Rayner, and I know Mason loves this one, Miles Teller. I hate Miles Teller. <laughs> uh, I, mean, but I, I stumbled on this one, too, and just in case you guys are hung up on it, Blake Jenner is not related to the... Um, Rat's nest. That is the Kardashians. Okay, that's what I was wondering about that. I was like, is he related? Yeah, I would cry if that <laughs> happened. Rat's nest. But... Kardashians. <laughs> Bunch of. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I don't. What do you guys think about this? Cause... I've, I have, again, I, I, I think I said it before. I have so many thoughts, but I also have like no thoughts until mm. someone's actually cast and we start learning more. Get me down to two potentials, and then I'll have something to say about it. Yeah. Um. So. I honestly have more to address of the people talking about it than of the actual news itself, but I don't really want to do that. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say I'm, I'm personally, I want an unknown for Han Solo. Yeah. Exactly. I want someone who I can't say, Oh look, it's that guy from that thing. Mm-hmm. Like I like, I love Miles Teller actually. And I think if they see something, I'll be like, okay, you guys trust Lawrence Kasdan and, um, uh, Lord Miller and Kathleen Kennedy. They see something in him that I, can't see as Han Solo go for it I trust you guys mm-hmm. but even then I'd be like I don't know because I'll just be thinking oh it's the guy from Whiplash or from the Fantastic movie that shall not shut up no don't say it don't say it hey it's, it's, like... it's, hey, it's Mr. Fantastic hanging out in space <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um but yeah um, I, I mean I kind of just let me throw something in here I hate this list I really do really Miles Teller is the worst, first of all. Um, <laughs> just the worst, scientifically proven. Reed Richards oh. probably proved it in that movie. Um, I don't want to. I would don't need to see him act anymore. I think Whiplash was the best he's ever gonna get. 
And it's great in Whiplash. Yeah, and the fact that Damien Chazelle just flat out didn't told him not to, he didn't want him to be in his next movie, and cast uh, Gosling instead of him, I think is a big indication of the kind of person and performer that Teller is. Yeah, I don't care as long as he's a great actor on whatever comes out on screen is all I care yeah. about. That's yeah. Ansel Elgort also not a fan. Really? He, yeah, he's fine, but he's. I just don't look... When I see him, I don't think cool. I've never... I just... You have to... Hansel has got to have a bit of a coolness to him. And I, I've actually come around to him, the idea. I thought... Because I was thinking about all these. Because if I, I... Like I said, I want an unknown. But if I can't have an unknown, I have to pick one of these. Okay, let's look. I think this is a, a decent list. Yeah. Um, I actually like a couple of these. The one that I would go with is Scott Eastwood. Mm. Um, okay. Because he's got the... He's got the... Um, I mean, he's freaking clint eastwood's kid like yeah he's got good genes yeah um he just he has <laughs> han solo like i can totally he's the one i could probably say i can see most as han solo yeah i think um, so too but, um but the best to me the best actor on the list is between logan lerman and miles teller yeah i was um, about to get to logan lerman he yeah. is n- he was good in but he's not han solo. wallflower yeah but noah he just I, I implore you guys to see Noah just so you can complain about it with me, but he just, his mouth is open. He just stares stupidly and makes bad decisions the whole movie. And I just don't, <laughs> well, that's I don't more, like that's, him become of that. That's a character, not him. Oh, yeah, but he was, it was a bad performance, too. I don't know. So, he but, looks like a weird Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave Franco good... also, no thank you. Uh, Jack Rayner. I don't even know who this guy is. He was in he was in Transformers Four. Okay, well I, I guess he was, the, he, was, he was the boyfriend and he annoyed me and I don't want him anywhere near anything ever again. He looks um, like he looks like a prepubescent Chris Pratt. <laughs> That's weird. Um, he, oh, he, no, he looks like the the person between fat Chris Pratt and rips Chris Pratt. <laughs> he looks like that middle area that nobody wants to be. But yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't like any of these names personally. What about? I mean, Cody, do you have any thoughts on this list? Or I don't really have an opinion about it. I think if you were if you were to make the decision, who who's at the top of your list for Han Solo? Off of that list, or just anybody? In the oh, world? just anybody. Yeah. Me, I want to play <laughs> Han Solo. Uh, no, that would suck. That'd be so bad. Um, oh boy, I'm just gonna stick to this list because I can't think of anybody right now. Mm-hmm. I kind of like. Uh, Dave Franco for it, yeah, just because he's funny. Yeah, someone, someone kind of. I was originally when I saw Dave Franco on the list, I was like, "What?" I was like, "That doesn't seem but right." He's a pretty good actor, though. He's he's good, um, but it's like I was like Han Solo, like the kid from Neighbors and Portland <laughs> Jump Street, like what? But then, um, so I was watching um, a video and someone was talking about this news and they brought up Dave Franco. And they talked about it. They like kind of pitched it in a way. I was like, "Huh, maybe." What so, what argument is there possibly to get to have Dave Franco as I don't Han know, Solo? He, just has, he has he has charisma. Yeah, but he's he's Dave Franco. <laughs> that's my <laughs> See, that's, that's my only that's, argument. He's Dave that's Franco. Why I say, that's why I say I don't want it. That's why I say I wanted to know because then I'd be like, "Well, it's Dave Franco." If you <laughs> if you want to talk about James Franco, then we can talk. Because no, okay the with... same person, he's just younger, <laughs> pretty much. But I've always, I've kind of been pitching him. F- two guys, I, I've always been, you know, behind, I guess, for some of these big roles. One of them is Wes Bentley, who is probably a little bit too old for Han Solo. Yeah, hmm. 
pitching. Well, I, I thought Wes Bentley should have played Batman too, but uh, yeah, Wes Bentley, and I also really like Matt Bomer. Ooh, that's you guys not know? Bad. Yeah, I know I've heard is. of him. I yeah. don't think give I know. him a quick Google search because I think he's got. There's, there's, I've always thought there's something to him that I really he's think. He's almost 40 years old. Yeah, I know. That's... Both of these guys were in the newest season of American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch that show, but... You shouldn't. It's awful. Yeah, okay. I won't. There's, <laughs> but, there's yeah, just... those have been... Those are two guys who I've been... And they look exactly the same. <laughs> they're the same person. I think they're... I think they've got the, that little it factor, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. What's... I mean, that one is Seneca Crane. True, true. Josh, what are you saying? Uh, have you guys heard of... um? Anthony and Gruber. Yes. Uh, tons of people. Um, he's have been like petitioning him and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. he's one of those. He's this is the type of thing that I was like I'm worried about. People are gonna because I, I don't want to go on about just people complaining because I could do that all day. Um, but this is one of the problems you're gonna have looking at casting for Han Solo. Mm-hmm. No matter who you get, people are going to complain. Yeah. Until the movie comes out. Actually, Josh, can I stop you right there? Because I just found Han Solo. I'm putting it in the group in the group text. Just look at it. It's about just his picture. This is a picture of me? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Garrett Hedlund. Come on! Look at him! He's He looks like I've freaking seen... Harrison Ford. Yeah, but he's too old. No, he's not. He's 31. Too old. He's 31. No, he's not he too old. Someone, you need someone who's in their early 20s. He's... He's thirty-one. Oh, wait, you think early twenties? No, because they're going. It's ten years before New Hope. Yeah, but you can. I mean, the fact of the matter is, men always look a little bit younger than they actually are. So I feel okay. like you could get away with that. Just make sure he's clean shaven and he's a he's a baby. We got this. Scott Eastwood's older too, but he's in his thirties. Yeah, Sam Claflin would also be a cool pick. I'd like Sam Claflin. Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, looking um, at this guy's movie list, I like him. Yeah. He's good, but uh, all in all, it's like I, I like I'm I'm cool with the list if they go with any one of these. Like I said, I trust them. So if they pick someone off this list, right. good for them. Okay. I'm sure they picked knowledgeably. Is uh, it just is it just a given that if if he hadn't gotten the role of Star Lord, this would be Chris Pratt's movie? I would cry. <laughs> like, I'd be so happy. I get. All they have to do is say, you know what? No, thanks, Chris. I think we're going to go a different direction. And then, boom, he's Han Solo. Like, the next... Like, right now. We're like, oh, Chris Pratt's Han Solo. A lot of people want Makes him. Makes sense. That'd be so. too much. That'd be way too much. Too much Disney for him. It'd be way too much money for him to handle. He wouldn't know what to do with it. Exactly. He went from, like, nothing to, to like, the biggest everything. star in the world. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? The American dream is alive, people. <laughs> you just got to be gorgeous. But, all right, let me... To cap, just to cap off my point in this conversation, just one guy. Oh, keep an open mind. Jai Courtney. Shut up. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Leave. Come on. He was in Terminator Genesis. That movie doesn't I will hit that hang-up button and never come back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was, wow. He's serious. He was the best this. part of Terminator Genesis, or Ger- Terminator Jenny Smith, as I like to call it. <laughs> I saw that on something. It was a it was um, a YouTube video. Yeah, thank you. Hmm. Um, but um, I actually don't hate I actually don't hate Jai Courtney. Oh, I do with every fiber of my being. And I even um, I didn't even see Terminator Genesis. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> just as a just the kind of person he is. I did see Insurgent, so that's enough to reason to hate him. I actually the thing is I actually liked him. He's I thought he was the best part of him, of the first Divergent. Mm. 
but I mean it's not saying much. But so let's go around. Everybody's official Han Solo pick. You can go with an established actor. You can go with an unknown. It's up to you. So Cody, oh boy. Han Solo should be played by blank. Chris Pratt. Now that you brought it up, I think he should play. It. He's too perfect not to. All right, Josh. Han Solo should be played by blank. Whatever actor they pick. Oh, that's a boring answer. Wow. Politician answer. <laughs> well, I think Han Solo should be played by Matt Bomer Headland. Garrett Headland. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that person exists. But... Matt Bomer, Garrett Headland. One of those two. It's a combination of the two, the child. Yeah, hopefully. Get working, <clears throat> you two. Matt Bomer is gay, so that'd be cool. But. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Just dropping that in there. Yeah. He was in Magic Mike, so I don't know. Is everyone who was in Magic Mike gay? Because is McConaughey gay? I wish. What? Um, uh, who said no. that? Joe Manganiello is Han Solo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm surprised nobody's brought up Channing Tatum about, for Han Solo, honestly. Because he would not... He's No. He doesn't look like Han Solo. Looks a little bit like Han Solo. Not really. I don't, I don't, I don't care if they don't look him. It's just oh, like. By, by the Solo. way, shout out to us for referring to him as Han Solo and not Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a person. He is a person. DiCaprio for Han Solo. Oh, I cry. Dom Hall Gleason for Han Wait, wait <laughs> no. No, he can't. That doesn't work. That could work. That would ruin the universe. Black Han Solo. Give me Idris Elba for Han Solo. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. If he himself doesn't get involved in Star Wars in some capacity, I'm going to be upset. He needs to play old uh, Mace Windu's kid somehow. <laughs> or Lando's brother or something. Nice. I don't know. Young Lando. Young Lando. He's not that young. <laughs> well, younger Lando. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just spitballing here. We just spitballing. Just get, we should just write a movie. To... Before we move on, uh, mm. one other thing about Han Solo is like I don't want someone to just act like Han Solo, but yeah. like Harrison Ford's Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Like you got to have certain mannerisms, obviously, but like don't just copy. The, mostly the finger, the finger point, <laughs> til- head tilt down, stern look. That's the crucial like, part. Because I just want whoever they get to kind of stand on their own as their interpretation of Han Solo, but while also still feeling like Han Solo. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's cool. just what I'm afraid they're. That's, so, that's, I don't know. So the rumor, the rumor is that they want a Han Solo cameo in Rogue One. So yeah. When do you think? When? What's your guesstimation on when the thing's going to be actually announced or he's going to be cast? He'll be cast within the next few months. I'm guessing okay. probably pretty soon. Hmm. Um. The Rogue One thing, I don't buy at all. Oh, I totally do. Oh, really? I feel like that's totally gonna happen. I don't know. It makes it makes too much sense. That'd be a great way to introduce the world to that guy as Han Solo, because everybody's gonna way. see the movie. It's just I feel like because they've already been shooting for like four or five months, they're almost done. Mm-hmm. So they would have had him cast by now. But and, how easy? How easy is it? To I mean, put something that's all, that can that's that's the smaller issue because that can always be they can always you know. Yeah cast and then do some reshoots in a couple months so that's fine mm-hmm. the other thing is the timeline doesn't line up because rogue one takes place like i think four or five years before um a new hope and i thought the, the, movie, the movie, movie about them getting the death star plans 
Yeah, which is a couple. Actually, it might even be sooner. It might, actually, you know, I actually, I think it's like one year before A New Hope. I say I thought it happened. Like yeah, it could. I don't. I don't know exact what exactly that happened. It's pretty close. It might be closer. Um, but then Rogue, but Han Solo is supposed to take place ten years before. Oh jeez. So, I don't know what that huh? you know implies, or maybe they're just. I mean, they could just have the new guy play Han Solo as the same age he was in A New Hope, mm-hmm. and then you know go back and show that same actor playing him ten years earlier. But I mean. I don't know. That's just what I thought. It, it could happen. I just don't buy it. Saying this is like this is a huge role. Mm-hmm. Like the this oh, yeah. is one of the biggest roles that has been taught, bandied about. That's not like you know something like for the lead in Star Wars. Like this is probably to me. I think this is probably bigger overall than the role of Batman. Really? Just now I think now it is. Yeah. Well, now it is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Batman. In, in played... the context of which it was cast, I think this is a bigger. This is a bigger get than Batman. Especially people, after Han Solo is now Jesus, apparently, <laughs> to world. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say, like, Han Solo, like, is Harrison Ford. Like, you can't recast him. Just They're like, not. You're like, under. Like, you're changing it up a little bit. Yeah. It's, and it's like, you know, they people said that about Batman, but mm-hmm. he's been played by, like, what, six, seven actors now? <laughs> exactly. It, it's just we haven't seen him played by anyone else. Mm. That's the only difference. So. What if my, what if all like way back when Michael Douglas got the role of Han Solo? That'd be really cool. That'd be quite a movie. That'd be so awesome. I love him. Anyways, um, yeah. So any last thoughts on Han Solo, you guys? As you Not say, really. it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. Oh, I Gordon am Miller on board. Han Solo. He's the best. He's one of the best characters. Probably the I'm best just, Star Wars character. I'm just excited because it means we get more Chewy. So. <laughs> Shaquille young Chewbacca. O'Neal. Why aren't we talking about young Chewbacca? Because Shaquille O'Neal is already in the bag to play that role. Thank God. <laughs> hey, Han. More Chewie and Han. I mean, good for everybody. Ah, classic. Open some Shaq Fu. I mean, Wookie. Wookie Fu. <laughs> Jay Farrow as Shaq. Jay Farrow as Shaq and Chewbacca. That'd be cool. That'd be good stuff. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. All right, guys. What do you say? Let's uh, let's talk about the Revenant, shall we? Let's do it. My dad was my boy, and he took him from me. You understand? He's afraid. He knows how far I came to find him. So I guess we should officially refer to this as Golden Globe Award-winning film, Revenant, after it somehow beat Spotlight as the best drama of the year at the Golden Globes. Wait, you think you so you didn't? Are you saying you didn't like it, or you think it was as good as Spotlight? Oh, both. Well, okay. no, I liked it, but I don't think it was as good as Spotlight. No okay. way. Okay. If the Academy picks now to recognize uh, an avant-garde kind of movie instead of a traditional Academy movie, I'm gonna be. I'm going to be livid, but anyways, um, so guys, this is quite a movie to take in, I suppose. Uh, Not a fun experience, I I should probably say, but it was enlightening, 
<laughs> I really I I'd say that, but Yeah, I I don't know about you guys. I've I saw this you know three, four days, five days ago, something like that, last Thursday or Friday, whenever that is. And I just I still haven't quite processed this thing. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts about it. If you guys are um struggling the same way I am. Josh, you saw it the most recently, so I want to start with yeah. you. What are some um, initial thoughts on the revenant? So I hated this movie for about forty five minutes. Okay, that's a good sign. And then I loved it for the rest of the time. <laughs> the first 45, the middle yes, 45? the first 45. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was my favorite part. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but I'll get to that later. But uh, overall, I think this is a really, really great movie. Um, I think it's just really well done. Mm-hmm. Looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the best shooting I've seen, just some of like the best like shots, like in just standalone shots that I've seen in a really long time. Mm. um leonardo dicaprio do i need to say he was awesome uh, yeah he was awesome well, you did um, say that he won't win the oscar so no, i'm not he sure won't, if you deserve because he's not gonna win the oscar how could you um, say that you're so wrong because because i'm because he's not gonna win the oscar um <laughs> i said it when wolf of wall street and i'm saying it now and i'm probably gonna be right again um <laughs> um what? i hope he, i kind of hope he does though i don't know he's humble too yeah he's so he took his dad to the golden globes man and I'm happy for I hope he takes him to the Oscars, too. <laughs> All right, keep going. Um, <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I thought the cast was great. Tom Hardy was great, even though I couldn't understand what he was saying a couple times. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's his thing now, isn't it? Just in general. He, mum- he mumbles. <laughs> None of you are going to understand me. But I'm going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just well-directed. Um, really kind of just it's just like a gripping movie just like it's just like really it's just like really intense mm-hmm. from like start to finish so yeah i just i thought it was really great i loved it and cody what about you some initial thoughts i also enjoyed the movie i i enjoyed it and i kind of feel bad for enjoying it <laughs> because ugh, that guy went through so much shit yeah and oh it, it was it was what you what word did you use harrowing did you did you say that josh i said gripping gripping same thing <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was really really just it was well shot it was great dicaprio was great whoever that cinematographer deserves a hug yeah that's lobezki oh, the long shots in it yeah made me cry they were so good there yeah. was one particular shot i don't know if you remember it's where it just like it just like goes up to where he's like walking towards the top of a waterfall, and it just like follows him up there, and then you see the waterfall. I don't know if you remember it, but that was like one of my favorites. Dude, that scene um, it was right at the beginning where the Native Americans attack. Okay, wait before we start. What are we referring to them as? Native Americans? Or are we gonna call them Indians? I usually go Native American because I got a little bit of that in me, so I guess it's okay. kind of. Yeah. I'll call them whatever you call them because. I, just, I didn't want to slip up. I was going to try to do... Just call, him, just call them screechy stab dudes. Okay. Because <laughs> that's pretty much what they did. I mean... I just won't call them what... Not, uh, racist, not racist thing to One say. of them was nice. Yeah, he was cool. He was good. In, in the end, but we'll get to that later. No, mm. I, I enjoyed this movie immensely. Mm. I can't wait to see it again. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, I... Like I said, I the first kind of, I guess first act i suppose was um my favorite i think right uh, maybe the bear attack 
Actually, no, wait, when... Spoiler, even though it's not really a spoiler, if you've seen anything about the movie, I think the time leading up to when DiCaprio was left for dead, I think was just fantastic. I think that was some excellent filmmaking, but this is an Alejandro Gonzalez in a Ritu film, so he does kind of pat himself on the back a maj- too much. Like, just look at how beautiful this is. Like, just some of the... He's I, I he worked up over there. Yeah, he kind of he gets into his own way, and I really wanted to like this movie because that that first forty five minutes I was thinking like, oh man, this is this is probably going to be a four and a half to you know four movie because as much as I hated Birdman, it seems like this movie actually has a plot and a purpose, and then that and then that middle act, I just think he's it just slowed down, not enough interesting things happened, and. Again, this is it's a movie that you could cut 20 minutes out and they wouldn't be really missing anything. And that's just not I don't I don't want to see like Star Wars did this great. They did they stayed the exact right amount. Their pacing was fine. And with this movie it was just it was too up and down and just it, it just it was it felt stretched out and just kind of it lost me in that middle middle section, that middle third of the movie. So I liked it though. I liked it. Okay. I'm going to comment on that. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, that middle part was when he was injured recovering trying to get home. Yeah. I, th- I just... He was going slow. Like, as a character, he was moving slow. I know. Ex- that's so I absolute, think that's what I, he was trying to do. Like, just yeah. so you could relate better with uh, mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. It's just... I, yeah, I see what he was trying to do with it. Just cause, like, you know, with like another movie, Interstellar. Time is a big part of the movie. Like, they really... You're supposed to feel kind of... You're supposed to feel the time and just the, I guess, monotony of what it took. But I just didn't feel like, in this case, it really paid off, I guess. So by the time I it got to the, the denouement, I suppose, I just was like, okay, well... All right, I'm tired now. Like it was, just, it was a very, it was a very tiring movie. It's so. an exhaust, it's an exhausting ride. I'll give it that. Yeah, and I just, yeah. Honestly, my main, the main criticism I have with this, it just, it lasted twenty minutes too long. So, that's fine. But like, but like you, when you guys touch upon the performances are just out of this world, incredible. DiCaprio was great. Hardy was probably right behind Kylo Ren. And maybe Oberhauser slash Blofeld as the best antagonist of the year. Loved him. He was awesome. Dom Hall Gleason. I need to see him act in everything now. He's so good. Yeah, he's great. And how? And shout out to Will Poulter. Cause yes. This guy, yes. How easily could he have been overshadowed in this movie? He's awesome. He could have been just tossed yeah. aside, and instead he rose to the occasion. So he was just as good as DiCaprio and Hardy and and Gleason. So that he was he was fantastic. I thought. If any if anybody's stock rose with this movie, it was Will Poulter. Yeah, too young for Han Solo, but you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want him as Han Solo. Oh yeah, so, yeah. though he he could play a he could play a young Jack Nicholson character though. Oh, absolutely, it's just the eyebrows. So Batman prequel starring Will Poulter and Dave Franco, who is I guess the current equivalent to Michael Keaton at the time. So <laughs> let's get him made, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, Will Poulter, I love. Mm-hmm. It was. We'll refer back to Narnia for a second. He was the annoying cousin. Oh wow! In the third one. How about that? Yeah. So, but he finally broke that. Uh, um, that uh, 
stag, stagma from him. Stigma. So, <laughs> stigma. Um, I'm excited for his future. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be big. So, anyways, Josh, what were you saying? Oh no, I'm just about Will Poulter. Okay. Um. So. Uh, I guess. What, do you guys have any other thoughts on some of the performances in this, or are you? Or is it pretty much around the board that these all four of the Everyone main leads just really killed great. it? Everyone was great. Yeah. Um, aside from Leo, well, I guess we'll get to that later. But no, no, uh, get to it now. Go crazy. Um, aside from Leo, do you think anyone has like any Oscar potential? I hope Tom Hardy gets best supporting actor. Yeah. Use the nomination. Supporting is always super packed, especially with Spotlight, <laughs> though. Like you can. Two of those guys are probably going to get enough. See, I think so. I think spotlights. Any of them would be considered lead because it's an ensemble cast. Yeah. yeah. But. I, th- I think Mark Ruffalo is def- definitely the uh, mm-hmm. lead lead of that movie. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but to answer your question, I I still say Hardy. <laughs> I, I thought he was just great. Yeah. So, he just he packs so much into into his performance. It just he was a. He was a fully fleshed out character within 45 minutes, and that was just incredible to watch. Uh-huh. I loved him. So, and so was Gleason as well, but oh my god, I just love Domo Gleason. Ugh. He's awesome. What a. What, I mean, this, has, this obviously has been said before, but what a great year. Star Wars, yeah. this, Ex Machina. He killed it this year. Actually. Yeah. Talk about stock rising, but. Can't wait to see him get more stuff. Oh, absolutely. But, um, So, some. Any other. Any other thoughts on kind of the the story, I guess, the quote-unquote screenplay, even though there uh, really wasn't much of one? Yeah, it's not, it's not Bird, like his last movie, uh, Alejandro's last movie, Birdman, I love the script, but this one isn't like, it's really more about the directing. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, the script was fine, but it, I mean, it's nothing, it's as good as it can be for what it is, so. It's yes. I couldn't help but thinking that, um, DiCaprio's last two movies were Wolf of Wall Street and then this, and I think he said more in one of his speech in that first speech in Wolf of Wall Street than he said in all of the Revenant. Makes sense. He got tired of talking in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> he pretty much said that. He's like, yeah, I was looking for a different challenge, and you know. And I think I he figure, rose to that challenge because even I, without saying anything, he just conveyed so much hurt and mm-hmm. anger and just. Uh, yeah. He's so good and even and even when he does talk, he's like hurt he's like trying he's like talking as someone who's injured so he's like whispering mm-hmm. yeah it's took everything from me <laughs> took my boy <laughs> um but yeah let's actually let's talk a little bit about the action i think the the most logical place to start is um the bear scene mm. the for the action yeah i would talk about the uh opening yeah okay well i, I figured the first scene's the bear scene's like the more substantial one, but it's yeah. What everyone's the, talking about. Yeah, let's yeah, let, Cody. Let's start with the opening one. What did you think of that uh, first sequence? I the love battle it. at the river. Because it established who we're supposed to root for, mm-hmm. and it was a long shot, and I'm a sucker for long shots. <laughs> it was just so good. It was so well shot, choreographed. Everyone, ugh. Mm-hmm. I want more. I want yeah. more movies like this. Yeah, that just the arrow just coming out of nowhere into that guy's face just God. did it for him. I was like, well, that's that's the movie we're in for. I, I thought that, that set the tone. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought um, I thought we would get a little bit more of that maybe, but I just the action was so good that I just kind of I guess this is kind of a criticism, but also not. The action was so good that I just wanted a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. So um, 
but that yeah, like your that was a heck of a way to start the movie off. Definitely, Josh. What are your thoughts on that sequence? Oh, it was great. Um, mm. really well done. Like I said, this is kind of I I didn't really get that really into the movie until like forty five minutes in. But um, this I mean, just on its own, it was like a well done scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really intense. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. And uh, I guess moving on a little bit to the bear scene. Now we can talk about the bear scene. Oh, right. oh wow! All, <laughs> all I'm saying is, and I came home because my mom wa- kind of wanted to see this movie, so I was like, uh, I tried to explain it the best I could to get her not to see it. <laughs> and I just know I couldn't help but thinking that like the bear scene. So this bear, he sees the cubs, he's hanging out in the forest, and he sees these bear cubs, and he knows, like, thumbs up, there's probably a big, bigger bear somewhere near here. And it comes over, walks over to him, and just kind of rips him apart for a few minutes, and le- then leaves him alone. And it seems like it's going to be on its way, but he decides that he wants to shoot it in the head. Except he missed. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he still, he made impact, but didn't get the result that he wanted. But why did he do that? To not die. No, but the thing was... He didn't know if it was going to come back or not, though. I know, but... Jeez. That's just... It, was, it just seemed... The way that they, the sequence was set up, it just seemed a little too antagonistic, I guess. But I was like, just let it be. Lay there. Bleed. Wait. Plus, to be fair, he was probably pretty pissed off at it. That's true. And it's not my first uh, instinct when I'm pissed at something to shoot it, but... Yeah. Hey, if you have a gun... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That just kind of that was just seemed weird to me. It's like, well, leave well enough alone. But, but yeah, that scene was <sighs> grisly. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm a piece of garbage. But uh, what do you guys think about it, Josh? What? Um. So I have an unpopular opinion. I oh, guess. Okay, cool. I uh, like those. I was really underwhelmed by the scene. Oh, in what ways? Just all of it. I was. I was. I mean, it's probably just because I had expectations for it. Because everyone. Like, everyone was raving about the Revenant. I was like, oh, I can't. I mean, um, obviously, I'm especially going to be great, but, like, everyone was like, no, this bear scene. You don't understand. This bear scene is unlike anything you've ever seen. And I'm waiting for him. Like, are the bear scenes starting? I'm like, okay. That was good. That, that was great. great. What, did, what did it need to get the Josh Needle seal of approval? Just, like, part of it, I mean, it just goes into the my I didn't really like. Before. I wasn't that invested. In the, I didn't care about the Leonardo's character mm-hmm. at that point, which is why I didn't really care that much. And just the scene overall, it's like, I mean, the CGI and the bear look good. Um, it was, like, well done, I guess. But it just, like, it didn't have an impact on me. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, he's getting destroyed by a bear. Okay, move along. Hmm. I don't know. It just didn't really do much for me. So that's kind of, that's, I mean, that's the, I guess, in the inciting incident in the whole thing. So how did, I'm just wondering, where does the... Where in your mind do you can you like I don't know maybe forgive or still be invested in the um, rest of the I, movie? I got, I got invested once his son was killed. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see. That's that's when right. I finally got into like I started caring because that that's what got me to care about Leonardo's character and his son at the same time. So he gets and, no sympathy for having his neck slashed by a bear. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's, I think that's really. the best I see what you're saying. I, I, honestly, I honestly felt worse for the. Be, like the bear cubs than him in that scene. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got killed anyway. So not. yeah, they didn't do too well. Well, I mean, it was a hundred years ago or two hundred years ago, so they're probably dead. So I got him. So, sorry. <laughs> but um, now, yeah, that now that we now that you guys kind of we kind of touched upon this a little bit, 
I don't know about you, but I kind of... I had to just straight up look away in a bunch of scenes. Mostly yeah. featuring animals. Uh-huh. So, this movie was rough. Yeah, I texted you, Josh. I said, bring a, bring a long-billed hat so you can duck behind it when scary stuff happens. <laughs> so I did that about two or three times. Mostly. It, it, really, it really makes the, um, the opening scene of episode... Or the first sequence of episode five, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. It makes a lot more... Yeah. A lot more real, a lot more... Impactful. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that was rough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh Inaratu does not like horses. Oh god, really horses doesn't. got wrecked in this movie. That what the, the opening that opening sequence, one just got guy just shoots him in the head. That's crazy. I don't know what's guy. Want, he didn't want the uh, Native Americans to have it. That's crazy. Oh, I thought he was just uh, like I thought he gotten shot with arrow out of his mind or something. No, I think he was just uh just like minimizing what they could use. Mm. Just take it and kill it. Well, he was going to die. He was shot with an arrow, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that was just, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good, I, I don't know if I can count that as a negative or anything, because it's just, I just looked away, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, that didn't sit 100% right with me. It just seemed, I don't know. It was Unnecessary? No, because it was necessary, because that's kind of how... That was life back then. They weren't as compassionate. I you just guess. you wish it was shown in a different way. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I'm. Yeah. yeah. Just do that off screen, I guess. Because I don't. I don't know. Who wants to see a horse get its insides taken out? Like who's 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 watching that scene? And be like, all right, yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. Oh, I think it's a benefit for the movie. It shows yeah. how determined this guy was yeah. to not die. Mm. I mean, the movie is about survival. Yeah. And- that's fair. It's not easy to survive. It's not I'm just saying, to survive. If if it comes to survival, I'm probably gonna watch Castaway before I watch this. So I <laughs> those movies are really gonna, good. I count this in the list of great movies that I will never watch again. Like that's, Same. <laughs> it's a like Mad Max or uh, what else does Josh like? Minions. Um, <laughs> Say you don't even like Mad Max. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, um, but. Yeah, let's dig in a little bit more. Josh, what are some, I guess, what are some of the other positives that we haven't talked about that you took away from this? Um, the music I really liked. Um, the musical score I thought was great. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it, was, it wasn't like anything complex or anything, it was just the way it was used more than the actual music. Because um, it's just like, it's like, it's just like those two notes that are like really long and like powerful. Yeah. Um, they just came in and really kind of pushed it. Um, the end, uh, this is this is what I was like. Uh, everyone was so everyone was like going on about how great the bear fight was. was like I was like that was fine. The 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 action scene for me that was best is the fight between him and Tom Hardy at the end. Oh my god, that was that was so incredible. Good. That mm. was phenomenal. Yeah, revenge is in God's hands. That's and I can tell you yeah, that scene is what drained all of like you know how I said I felt bad about watching this movie. That was the second I started feeling bad. As soon as Tom Hardy was like, "Yeah, dude, all you want to me, your son's not coming back." I was like, "You, you, ah, son of a bitch." <laughs> yeah, as soon as he said that, I was like, "All right, do it. Just do it. Do whatever you're gonna do." Mm. Yeah, that was. But just, we'll get into the actual end of the movie in just a second. But I want to hear from Cody about what. What do you think of the um I guess the visuals of the whole thing the some of the the shot composition do you have uh, it. it looked I mean it looked yeah. obviously so real did you do you like that did you not like it 
I loved every everything about the camera work in this movie is amazing. All of the, as you've heard, the long shots I love. All of the, when he focuses on like a visual, like, I don't know, when he's walking across that field and you can see the mountain in the back and it's just, you can make a painting out of almost any of these scenes. Yeah. Yeah, and, that Twitter account, One Perfect Shot, is going to have a field day when this is on Blu-ray. <laughs> It's going to be a Revenant month, probably. It was a very pretty movie at points, and then at other points it was a very please stop movie, mm. which is not a negative for me, in my opinion. I, just, I think that it's a, a benefit to the movie. Mm. Um, I don't... I, I couldn't help but think every now and again, because that, that shot that he did... Uh, it was like um, it was panning from one person to like what they're looking at, I guess. Do you mm-hmm. do you remember those kind of shots? Like there's one with Tom Hardy. He was or somebody was holding their gun and just panned from him all the way down the barrel of the gun to somebody else. That happened just a few too many times. So, but the, other than that, yeah, I think this was. I mean, they took advantage. It, I don't think a movie has taken advantage of its locations better than in the last however many years in The Revenant. They just Oof, so strong, so strong. He's probably gonna get the like win the Oscar again for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What did he win last year? Cinematography. Yeah. Did... Oh no, I'm talking about yeah, I'm the cinematographer. Yeah, Lebeski. He's probably gonna win for a third straight year. Jeez. What was the What was the year before that? Uh, Gravity, if I remember correctly. Oh really? Right. I think he won for that. But yeah. Whew. Pretty movie. Pretty movie. Uh, so yeah, any other any other thoughts, you guys? Just Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, he's stepping back into his typecast role of a guy haunted by his uh, dead wife. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Uh, I just all re- of his I didn't, I didn't realize that until right now when you brought it up. That's a lot of his roles. It's every one of his roles. Wow. Think of three. Inception, Shutter um, Island. Yep. And this movie. The wow. Revenants. I'm assuming his wife died in Wolf of Wall Street because we never saw her again. Sure. And he did all that because he was sad about it. I don't know. Uh, no, Titanic, he was too young. That's right. He's great, though. So what What about his performance impressed you guys the most? Because he's really, when you talk, like, this is, he's going to be remembered for this, I think. Just, like, the raw and, like, realness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, he... Because he d- he does not have a lot of dialogue at all. Yeah. But he like just he just feels like someone he just feels real in the movie. He doesn't feel like he's acting. Yes. And he does it so well, like more so than a lot of other people that I could say that about. I agree. And just the I mean, this is kind of this a role like this. I think is it's got the same dedication as one as something like McConaughey and Dallas Buyers Club or something like that, where you're. Your body, you're putting your body through so much because, I mean, in some of these shots, he was shirtless or less clothed in the freezing cold. Yeah. And he uh-huh. was doing, he, you know, he's doing all this crazy stuff and eating meat, which apparently he doesn't do, which is strange because he's DiCaprio, but oh well. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't um, eat meat? Yeah, he's a vegetarian apparently. Oh, okay. And that's strange. I was wondering, because it said some, someone, something said like he ate liver or something? Yeah, he ate. Yeah, I think he ate a whole fish. I don't know. Peter must not have been happy about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Because you know, I was like, wondering... Oh, they're, they're upset. 
Wait, so that t- scene where he ate a fish, that's that's not real, is it? That's got to be a real fish. I hope so. I don't, I don't think it is. I mean, I didn't watch the scene, so I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm, that's, pretty, I don't think that's illegal to actually do. It's just a fish. Come on, no, guys. Let's all calm down. I don't know. It's not like they actually killed the horse. Yeah, that, that, that was just a really cool prop. Or, I don't know. A really, a really unlucky horse. (laughs) 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 But anyways, um, so yeah, any guys, any more thoughts on this before we talk, uh, well, I guess talk Oscars and grade this up. Um, no, I don't think I have anything else. I just, I loved it overall. I thought it was a great movie. Mm. So Cody, what are some Oscar predictions you have? Where's this going to get some noms? It'll be nominated for best picture. Okay. Um, best actor. Best Cinematography, maybe Best Supporting Actor for Tom Hardy or Domin Gleeson. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of all the categories. Maybe Editing, I don't know. That's all I got. Mm. I think Sound Editing, it's got it in the bag, because the, the kind of emptiness of the, I guess, of the playing field just really, uh, yeah, just really hit me. But I, I I reiterate everything you said. Production design too was pretty great. Oh yeah. But Josh, what about you? Any con- yeah, pretty much the same same thing you guys said. Best picture, Leonardo uh, for best actor. I think now, Tom Hardy probably for supporting actor. Do we guys want to have this discussion now about whether or not it's Leo's year or hold off? Um, I think it is. I think I it's don't, too. I don't so, think it is. Okay, first, firstly, who gives a better performance, and who is more likely to win, Josh? Uh, I think Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs. He's he gave a better performance. I think by like all these, when I say better, I mean like barely. You liked it more. Like, they're all like like on that same like incredible ten out of ten level of a performance, mm-hmm. but just like by a hair, this one's better. I'd say Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs. Um, and the other one, there's two others. But one of them I might have just under Leonardo DiCaprio, but it's probably not even getting nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, one one of them is Mark Ruffalo, but I don't know. I still don't know if that's supporting or lead. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's lead. That's though. the thing about that. I'm pretty sure it's lead. If it's lead, then I give him over Leonardo. Um, if it's supporting, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then the other one is Johnny Depp for Black Mass, but I don't think he's getting nominated, so that doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I'd put Michael Fassbender over Leo. So. Mm. Okay. I probably, I think, in my heart of hearts, I probably liked uh, Fassbender more, because you know, you can give a great performance, but I ultimately, if the movie around it is better, I usually fall to that side. So I like Steve Jobs better, obviously, than I like this. But I, I just think, I now I just don't think there are any excuses, because he's really he's run the gambit of what uh-huh. of, you know, he's gotten skinny, he's gotten fat, he's. Yeah, done Scorsese. But, he's done Spielberg. He's done. He's done everything. So it just seems like now is the right. Now I think it's. I think now is the time. Let's just that's give it to him. That's yeah. the thing though. It's like, if if they're just gonna give it to someone because they've gone through something for the performance rather than they gave the best performance. Yeah. Then he should have won over McConaughey. I'll finish your sentence there. No, he should not. <laughs> um, Damn. Hello. Was that the year that Chiwetel Ejiofor was nominated? Yeah. Yeah, he should have won that, so that doesn't matter. Fair. Um, <laughs> totally fair. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I just I don't think it's his year. It could be. I could, mm-hmm. He's my he's probably my second pick, 
out of everyone I think is going to get nominated. Yeah, but I, but. I still uh, second or third because I'm not depending on Mark Ruffalo's situation. Yeah. Well, um, but we'll see. We will find out at least nominations tomorrow, and we'll get the actual awards like two months from now. But you know, that's in the last day of February. Is really? That's so crazy. The Oscars. Move it up, for God's sake. Hasn't it always been like that? I know, but even then, it's like, oh, God. Granted, that's in, the, now. that's in the I, dead movie season, so there really isn't I, much to talk like, about, but still. I like them doing it late, because it gives people like me, who don't see every movie on release, the chance to go see them all. That's true. But how long does that take? A while. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So, all right, let's do let's do a grade here. Josh, we'll start with you. Um, I'm going nine out of ten. Oh wow! I loved it. Cody. Um, nine and a half. Cool. Um, I'm gonna go seven and a half. Oh boy! I really no. I still I still dug it. I still dug it. But like I said, that sick that middle. That middle, just it lost me, but that's that's okay. Cool, so good scores, good movie. And this is our this is our last film of 2015. That's so now we're going to the the schlock fest that is early January, January, February, pretty much. Have we... Actually, February looks okay, but eh, we'll see. January not looking fun, but cool. It's not, too, it's not too late to switch over from Hail Caesar to something else. No, you're wrong. I, that's, no, I that's definitely That's the wanna... one bright light in a... I don't know. Just... <laughs> the light at the end of the tunnel, I think you were. There right. we go. But I'm actually going to go back and watch all the Coen Brothers movies, so I'm all caught up before this. So, uh, I'm before, before Hail Caesar, I should say. So I'm excited, but... All right, cool. So uh, what has everybody been... Watching, reading, and listening to this week. Cody, let's start with you. Good question. Um, I've been re-watching 30 Rock. Nice. Since I finished The Office. Um, I've been reading a book, kind of. I'm going to start reading a book, or listening to a book, whatever you want to... The rhetoric is the same. Um, it's called Words of Radiance. It's part of an epic fantasy series called the stormlight archives mm. it's great the first one was a phenomenal book it's called the first one almost the first one called uh the way of kings hold on i'm looking this up right now because that sounds awesome does this is that going to lend itself to a movie or a tv show uh think? probably more of a tv show okay these books are long like game of thrones long the first one's 45 hours long Wow, and a thou- one. that's 1,007 pages. Oh, my God. And then the second one is 48 hours. It's called Word of Radiance. Words oh. of Radiance, and it's so good. Hmm. Totally suggest it. I think I'll wait for the TV show. No offense. Because <laughs> that's a big commitment. I'm not going to take any offense to it. You can just miss out. That's it's not, your, not my fault. <laughs> well, I mean, 1,000 pages. Yikes, that's a lot. <laughs> But it's a thousand really, really good pages. That's just—it's a thousand pages too many. Well, I'll think about it. Listen to it, Josh. I maybe I'll listen to it. He's got a series called Alcatraz. It's Alcatraz versus the evil librarians. Oh, it's Harry Potter, pretty much. That's cute. Are you talking about Brandon Sanderson? Yeah, he's the author. Oh, he's got a lot of really good books. Um, there's one called Steelheart, which is basically you know the show Heroes. Yeah. It's if the heroes were bad guys. Ooh. And I don't know if either of you read uh, that Superman comic called Red Sun. No. 
Nope. You should. It's great. It's um, Superman lands in the Soviet Union instead of the United States. Oh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. And becomes uh, basically the dictator. Yeah. It's basically that, but in book form. Better. It sounds similar to Injustice, in a way. It's the same plot as Injustice, except Injustice isn't good. So What? (laughs) The story, it's like a long episode of uh, Justice League that's too long, and the gameplay is awful. I don't like fighting games. Hot take. (laughs) All right. But I'm done. Cool. <laughs> uh, I just forgot mine, so Josh, you go. <laughs> okay, um, I actually saw a movie that I've been wanting to see for a while, but I, I finally got around to watching it. It's called The Final Girls. Have either of you heard of it? No. Nope. Okay, so it's a... I don't even know if it's... Is it an indie? It's, I guess it's an indie movie. Um, but it's like... It, it played at, I want to say, Sundance last year. It played at some, something last year. Um, and it came out... And no... Um, yeah, I played, played at something and I just saw it and um, it's a kind of a horror comedy. Um, it's kind of similar to Cabin in the Woods, but not, um, it's got like, it does kind of tries to do the same thing where it's like kind of like a homage slash parody of like 80s slasher movies. Um, but it's more comedy, like, like, like more like straightforward comedy with like mm. horror, like a horror, like filter. Um, but I thought it was great. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, lo- I love. I actually had a lot more heart to it than I was expecting. It was a lot more like had like a heavier, like character stuff, and uh, I actually really really liked it a lot. So, um, if you anyone likes uh, horror movies like I do, definitely recommend it because horror is dying, and this is one of the few bright spots that I've seen in a while. So now, Josh, I'm going to watch this movie, and you want to know why? Why? Because the top build cast member is Tessa Farmiga. Ooh. Yes. And yeah, I'm in yep. love with her. She's, she's awesome sister. in it. She, she's awesome in it. Wait, she's she's so way good. prettier than her sister. Just All look right. At her. Look at her face. So stupidly cute. Um, <laughs> you're up, Mason. Sorry. <laughs> this is a misogynist cast uh, coming up. No. she's. Wait, we're not being misogynist. I am. Yeah. What it, by the way. Her. At people who are all like, eh, like PC or whatever. How is calling somebody attractive not cool? I don't understand that. But yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. She's in in an Untitled Warden Beatty project, which is cool because I thought he was dead. So. (laughs) It also, the movie also has Adam Devine. I don't know if you know who that is. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's he's hilarious. And he's one, he's probably the best part of the movie. And he's amazing in it. So. So it's the, it's called The Final Girls, correct? Yes. Cool. 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 All right. Um, as for myself, um, I think this is what I was going to talk about, but honestly, I don't remember. But I watched a movie the other night. Uh, it's a really good one. I've been kind of, I've been in a bit of a politics state of mind, I suppose. So I watched a movie the other night called Frost at Nixon. Have either of you guys seen that? I've heard of it, have not seen it. It is awesome. It's directed by um, Ron Howard. Yeah. It stars Martin Short, I think. No, Martin Sheen, that's better. There's too many of those. Oh my God. Too, many too many Martins. Martin, I always think of Martin Short as Martin Freeman, and it just throws me off. because they They're like the same person, pretty much. Um, and Franklin Jell is in it. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Rebecca Hall is in it. And, and if you watch the movie, let me know, because she is the most useless character ever she plays this guy's girlfriend she does literally nothing except order takeout it's really funny <laughs> like 
That's the only thing she actually does. She brings him a hamburger. So strange. But um, this movie was described as like Rocky for politics and like actors. And it's so I think you I think you especially Josh would really like it. And Cody, you're a history major. So I'm sure, you know, something about it. But it's it's amazing. Langella kills it. It's just two guys battling with words and, you know. And it's like about truth and image and legacy, all that kind of stuff. It's just really, it's really fascinating. I think it's extremely well done and one of the best movies from that year. And I watched Lincoln the next night, so now what, I guess. <laughs> Still love Lincoln, by the way, so. You didn't fall asleep? No, I, that's a, that is a very <laughs> exciting movie to me. I love it. Oh, really? The, exciting is a strong word. It's the, very slow. Oh, no, I think it's fast. Oh, man. I it's love it. fast? Lincoln. I mean, it was like twenty hours long. It's two and a half hours. It's nothing. It breeze. It breeze right by. I, I don't know. I must. Have, <laughs> I must have missed the the hate boat on that one because I think Lincoln's amazing. There wasn't any. Oh, there's I no hate. Like I like it. Yeah. I know. I. I, don't, I just don't see where the slow comments come from because I find everything they did fascinating. And Lincoln is pretty much Frank Underwood with morals. So, I mean, you can't get better than that. Really, he he manipulates people the same exact way that Frank Underwood did. It's so cool. But anyways, that's all I got. <sighs> there we go. So. All right. Um. Yeah, we got we have something special tomorrow, Josh. You want to tell let everybody know what's going on? Um. Yeah. So, uh, we are gonna have a small little special where uh, right after the Oscar nominations are announced. Uh, we will be having a small little, uh, not full episode, but a little discussion about uh, who got nominated, snubs. Surprises. Um, surprises. Um, what are our predictions? What are our hopes? Things of that nature. So that's what's going on for our little Oscar discussion. Yeah, should be exciting. Academy, Academy Awards. And then <laughs> and then we're going to need some prayer because January is looking pretty grim. Pretty grim. Can we skip all the movies in January and just do other things? We'll 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 talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll send you guys a schedule. So decision will decision will be made. But okay. uh, the next time that you're gonna hear from us, so next Wednesday, we're gonna be breaking down our top ten favorites of the year. So that's gonna be really exciting. Can't wait for that. Um. So yeah. Until then, everybody, let's uh, take care and. Uh, with all that snow, I mean, be safe out there. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Cool. So I turn myself to face me. I've never caught a glimpse how the others must see the faker. I'm much too fast to take that test. Change Turn and face the strange. Change to be a different man.